Trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Get I hit the high side, boy. I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast. Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 I miss that dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it, Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, 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 Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Um, Back off a great weekend of racing, both Saturday and Sunday night. Had some great races at Brownstown Speedway on Saturday night. Um, had a good track, fast track, a track that you could maneuver and, and move around. Had the Mars Super Late Model Series over there and um, some some really, really good cars and a really good car count for the entire race and, and all classes. Um, and I, I'm going to say it again. I know we say it every week, but that pure stock class over there has been oh, some yeah. of the best racing all season long. I'm um, getting to watch. And then getting got the opportunity, Matt, to turn around on Sunday um, and go down to Scottsburg for the Scottsburg Fair Race and uh, watch our two guests tonight uh, pick up wins over there in kind of a cool situation. So, uh, Matt, you want to introduce who we got with us tonight? Yeah, with us tonight, we got uh, super stock driver uh, Brandon Carr there and his brother uh, Dustin Carr that drives the pure stock. So good to have you guys on this evening. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. Really appreciate it. And we're, you know, this is kind of what we start with with everybody. When we start talking about kind of that racing bug or it gets in your blood, how did you get it? How did how did it get started for you guys, this this love of racing? Well, I know me. Um, I started, I mean, that's just what you did on the weekends. Um, you went and watched Dad and your older brother race. And it uh, started out with, you know, of course, Dad racing. And then uh, with Brandon racing, started out in mini stocks at Twin Cities. And I just, I wanted to do it so bad, wanted to do it so bad. And 
Uh, I'll never forget the opportunity came available. That actually, Brandon bought my first car. Um, <laughs> bought it from Warren Lucas. It was one of Seth Hall's old cars that I race with now in the pure stocks. And um, it was literally in pieces when we got it. And then uh, me and with my whole family, everybody threw in pitched in parts and just help. And, I mean, it wasn't the best-looking thing, but we finally got it on the track. And it just took off from there. I mean, I just that's all I wanted to do every weekend, seven days a week, if I could do it. So Yeah, I mean, whenever I was a kid, there wasn't uh... – we didn't get grounded when I was a kid. It was always, you're going to the garage, you're going to clean this up, you're going to do this or whatever. You know, There wasn't no timeouts in the house for me. Yeah. It was, you're going to do chores or whatever in the, in the garage. And uh, just ever since I was a little kid, so I can remember my dad always had cars in the garage. He always worked on cars in the garage. And just looking back through old photos and stuff of uh, my dad, and I'm like, hey, you know what, I really want to try that. And just the sound of the cars out in the garage running or whatever. And uh, actually, uh, my dad had a car, and he told me I could drive it if I, if school went really good. School went good, and uh, kind of got hooked from there. And uh, it seemed like all my buddies, they do it. So we always <laughs> want to do it and have fun with it. And uh, sometimes I think we're really dumb for doing it. <laughs> but, uh, but we have a really good time. It's kind of a family-oriented sport. We all do it. And uh, we just have a really good time on Saturday evenings. You touched on the, the family thing, and me and Dustin was standing over with Clegg before the races, you know, talking to him, and you was unloading your car, and you had your driving suit on the front, and you, you went over and grabbed and picked it up, and uh, that's why I looked at him. I said, I said, you brotherly love right there. And to me, that was kind of cool there yeah. that you guys all parked together. You know, the kids are all running around, and yeah. – I mean, you guys are definitely the definition of family at the racetrack, and that, to me, that's very, very cool. So it I'll, is. I mean, everybody fun. always comes. It seems like everybody packs the cooler, brings food with them. We have a good time. Uh, the kids have a good time, and it's like my car actually stays at Derek's house. Derek houses my car; it's over there all the time. I work on his car, and then uh, Dustin brings his car with sometimes. And yeah. it's just a, it's a very family oriented sport, and we just try to make the best of everything we do. That's yeah, good. It's, it's definitely family. Um, I mean, Derek's like a brother to us um you know i mean me and erica bounce ideas off each other and i mean we race each other like brothers we wanted to you know we our goal is to run one two every night we're at a track together but um i mean Derek, i love racing against Derek. um it used to be all three of us in pure socks um and it got so hectic um but somebody gets butthurt they get yeah Yeah, i gotta listen to you or Derek both you know through the week it was just hard for my parents because i mean me and brandon both can't win if we're both running pure stocks but right um i mean and now my son, my oldest son, he races a cage cart you know, oh, over cool. at Charlestown and stuff. So, I mean, it's uh, my family's ate up with it. I mean, that it seems like all we do. You know, we, we'll have like a birthday party or something at the house. And, you know, we're supposed to be talking about birthdays and, you know, family <laughs> events. And everybody thinks we're weird because we're talking about racing. You know, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, my, my whole yeah. family's just talking about nothing <laughs> but racing. But, yeah, we're definitely, it's a, definitely a family sport for us. Well, you know, one thing you said is when you're, when you're a kid and you're in the garage and you hear that motor start up. <laughs> There is something about being in a small space when one of those race engines starts and you're you're young. It almost compresses your chest. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you can feel it in your chest. Yep. And there's something about that that's like, okay, this is different. This isn't mom's minivan starting <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, no, there is yeah. something different no. here that's exciting that, that gets that that testosterone running for you right it's like i've seen memes on facebook you know i mean there'll be somebody's talking or whatever and they'll show a face you know it's like what was that the smell of good fuel going by you know i mean the the smell you know just kind of turns you that way so when when the super late models is at brownstown saturday we were standing up on the roof and uh they went by and and i looked at him i said you smell that you know oh this smells distinct i mean right yeah Yeah. gotta have the smell of it that's for sure absolutely and race cars bring smiles, man, because if you get a garage full uh, of, of race fans and they fire one up, yeah. you look around, everybody in the room smiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know, it makes you happy when you hear oh, that yeah. sound. Right. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's funny that you mentioned that because my neighbor, he has a little boy that's almost the same age as my youngest. And anytime I start the car, it won't be five minutes. They'll be down there on the floor. He just had to come down and hear it. I mean, it's just it's great. And that's what it's all about. I mean, really, truly. I love seeing the smile on my boy's face, whether it's both of my boys, whether it's my car, me winning, Brandon, Derek. I mean, it's just all of us together. And that's why I like with Brownstown and Vernon and stuff gets the kids involved because that's what we're there for. Nobody's yes. going to get rich doing it. Nobody, you know, especially no. the way we're doing it or, you know, I mean, we're racing for three hundred dollars. We're just racing for the bragging yeah. rights, the trophy, and to put on a show for the fans. That, and that, you know, we've talked about that a whole lot here. That yeah. we have to get that next generation involved because mm-hmm. if not, eventually, you know, the sport we all love is going to die. So yeah. we always right. we, we got to stay inventive and keep getting this young generation. You have you know, to because they're not yeah. motorheads like like we all were. Right. You know, it's, no, it seems like this generation of kids really aren't. You know, they have. Whenever I was growing up, I mean, don't get me wrong, we weren't poor when I grew up, but we didn't have all the video games and the yeah, iPads right. and all that stuff. Whatever, like to do now, we didn't have that when I was a kid. So it was always outside. We'd have to see who had the fastest bicycle or the, oh, yeah. the, the ugliest little go kart. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the way it was when we was kids. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I mean, when we was growing up, it was awesome to get a new Hot Wheels. So we'd go out and play on the dirt track. <laughs> yeah, we made oh, yeah. the back in the backyard, yeah. and now I've got my kids, and you know, they're wanting a new eighty dollars video game i'm like where's a 99 cent hot wheel (laughs) (laughs) well i think too you know this generation and and even you know everybody today because i'm guilty of it too we've been we've been marketed to be a throwaway generation we don't we don't work on things as much anymore you know um you buy a tool you buy it cheap and when it breaks you you toss it and you do it again yep right i can remember like you guys are talking about the ugliest go-kart i had a, a a crap little 80 dirt bike I had no problem coming in, taking the spark plug out, you know, wire brushing it to try right. and get it cleaned back off in there, right. to get it started. And, right. and you know, and, and those are the things I'm glad I did. And that's what I hope my son has that, you know, idea right. of let's let's take something and build it, and, you know, and make it something special. Because, you know, it, it is something important for kids to learn that. You brought up the crappy little dirt bike. I know my brother, he's on here watching our first dirt bike ever. I was at a, the neighboring farm growing up, and we found a dirt bike laying back in the barn that there was like 20 things laying on top of, and we drug it out. And the guy told me, if you can get it running, you can have it. It was a little Yamaha 80. Right. So, you know, we kicked on that thing for four days and got it running because, you know, we didn't have yeah, yeah. it like that. Right, so. exactly. He said you could have it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see us doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Immediate motivation. Oh, yeah, I can have it. I got this, right. Yeah, you put the word free in there. It's, you, yeah. You'd be surprised the motivation people come up with. Even if that motor's locked up, I'm going to teach my brother to make the noises with his mouth. And yeah. Make you think yeah. 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 That or pull it behind something else. I remember we had yeah, yeah. We was growing up, they had these things called like kinetics or something like that. Yeah, it's like you pop and lock uh, like the tubes or whatever. Uh, yeah. Like, like PVC pipe or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, and you put them together with these little plastic clips. And I'll never forget. And, I mean, they have plastic tires, wheels. Everything's plastic. Yeah, you literally sit on a piece of plastic. Well, Brandon had a, I think it was like a 125 dirt bike. And we lived in a housing division. And he'd be wide open on that dirt bike riding around. And I'd be in that little plastic thing riding behind it. Everybody's, yeah, like, everybody's like, you are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Test well, dummy. He's know. like, can we do it again? You I'm got her. We got this. Mom's like, you're going to kill him. You're going to kill him. I'm trying. Well, but it I was going to ask you, do you ever get nervous getting in the race car? But it's obvious that was going <laughs> to uh, <laughs> No, we used to do all kinds of stuff when we was kids. We, uh, my head looks like a road map on the top, and yeah, his yeah. does too. And that's, stuff. That's and, uh, I'm sure he didn't have a helmet on when you guys were doing no, that. No, so. uh, no, no, no <laughs> helmet. No. If you ask mom, he had a road yes. cage, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. that yeah. was it. It would have no. taken extra time to put a helmet yeah. on. Ah, well, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah. yeah. 
we only get 15 minutes. We go back and do homework. So we, we got to get after it. You know? so we got to go now. Better hurry up. Okay. Yeah. That's what I always say. I said, I had two great parents that every night asked me, do you have homework when I got home? I said, and I promptly lied and went outside and did what I wanted to do yeah, yeah, right. for yeah. five hours. And, yeah. and then was in there with my light off, you know, trying yeah. to, make, to, make, to make homework on yeah. yeah. See, we didn't have that option. Mom worked at the school when yeah. we was kids. So oh, yeah, yeah. she was in a loop. So yeah. I mean, it didn't work out too good for us when we was kids. Yeah. Made that, it, that, it that makes it tough to get by. Yeah, anything. that was that was yeah. rough. Yeah, she knew before we even got home. Oh, you know no. what happened to the day? I'm like, yeah. it sucks. You know, I can't lie at all to mom. She yeah. knows already. Yeah, she'd always pull that trick too. She she'd ask you, knowing the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you still try to lie now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bold face lie. You just tried to yeah. sugarcoat yeah. around it. Yeah. yeah, fear off the conversation That's a little not bit. Quite what happened? <laughs> yeah. Mom, get look like. Don't you lie to me, boy. Yeah. Don't, don't you do it. I've got yeah. the facts already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm just giving you the opportunity to come clean. Yeah. Right. My mom didn't work at the school, but it was the same way. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd come in and she'd ask a question, I'd answer it. She'd be like, "You want to try that again?" Right. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they don't even know, but they're just making sure you know what you're going to right. say. You know? right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. brutal. Yeah, I was just yeah. wanting to say, no, I really didn't want to try it again. That was the best story I came up with. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And it never works for you to look at them and say, "Well, what was you? What'd you hear?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that never that never works. No. That just makes it worse. Yeah. Oh, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you tell me first. I'll fill in the blanks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, feel like a mad lib. You just stop and I'll, I'll throw out a word yeah. down there. Works yeah, out. Exactly. So, obviously, you know. Let's go back to when you guys were were competing and and you know break that down a little bit. What what was it like, you know, with Derek being like a brother to you guys? I know, but what's it like when you guys were all racing together? I mean, how is that? Because I know that even though you all want to finish one two now and one two three back then, okay. when you all three are up there at the front, that's got to be the competitive juices have to flow. Oh, it did. Um, sometimes too much. I remember one night at Brownstown, I tried to squeeze in between Brandon and a Uke tire, and that the opening probably wasn't as big as that twenty car right there. And I tried to fit a pure sock between it, and I mean, we just we were all we're all really competitive. Like I said, Derek's like a brother to us, and you know, me and Derek still competitive now. But um, I mean, I can't when it comes to you know Brandon and Derek both. I mean, they're both great drivers, got great equipment, and. I mean, if Derek probably would have started up front, me and Scottsburg, we'd probably been in a different scenario, but he just had some bad luck. But, I mean, it's just – it's a competitive sport, but when you've got your best friend and your brother out there, you want nothing more to be able to, on Sunday, be like, yep, I won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. makes it that much better. So It, it does, but, I mean, it, it's, it, it makes the friendship very stressful sometimes because yeah. we're all so competitive, and they all come out of the same garage most of the time. So it's not that you really want to lie to your buddy – but you know it's like you kicked my butt last week so you know but i find this week i'm not going to really tell you so i mean it kind of puts a strain on it that way but the smiles in the garage when everybody comes over and works on whatever that's what that makes it worthwhile for for me anyways i mean because you know i mean we would go to brownstown and i we'd work on everybody else's car and we'd get beat and we'd be kind of down on it you know or whatever Mm -hmm. we come back home on sunday and wash day and come over and have some cold ones and whatever and talk about it and everything was good to go so and i think you can build on a friendship and oh. whenever we're all like this or whatever, you know, we can talk about it. But uh, it's a okay. lot of fun. But like you said, not all three of us can win in one night. Right, so right. Uh, Definitely. But, and it makes you drive a lot harder. Because I know, just for instance, at Scottsburg, you know, I seen Derek go around and, you know, the situation with him. And then next thing I knew, we had a caution. And, you know, you can hear kind of who's behind you because they'll say in and out. 
And they said, you know, the row right behind me, they said, oh, two out. And I'm like, holy crap, he's already back up to third. Yeah, you, you know, yes. and I kind of overdrove the car there, you know, a few laps yeah. and had to kind of calm myself down because I'm thinking, well, he's coming. You know, oh, I, I, I want to tell you what, <laughs> yeah. he was and I coming. know Derek's watching. Uh, yeah, yeah. After the bad luck he had, I'm going to tell you what, right. he, he drove, drove that race car like a missile, man. He's right. a good driver. Well, I'm going to say, I'm just going to call the, the elephant in the room. He got flat taken out down there yeah. in turn oh, three. Oh, he did. He, he did. did. Unfortunately, he did. I mean, yeah. He did. That's what you know. You was in the car, yeah, and you guys both drove great. But the driving he did from oh, yeah. when the green flag came back out to catch back up to the front of the field—that oh, yeah. was some. He wheeled that car. He had to, right? I mean, because we was looking at you like, holy cow, you know. And right, I think a lot of that was fueling off anger because well, again, it, 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 right, your adrenaline gets gone, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're aggravated, you know, so you have uh, to, yeah. right? Because he stuck that car in some spots too. That when he went, right. I went, not going to happen. Yeah, right. yeah. And he'd come out on the right. other side, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh man, he just made yeah, that. right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I like I want to do these, you know. I'm like, don't do that, yeah. don't do that. I know we got to fix it this week. I know we have yeah. to. Yeah, and that was a good thing about Derek. That just shows how good of a driver he is. Because yes. I mean, he he could drive the car, be that mad and drive. Because a lot of times, and I'm I'm guilty of it myself. You get mad and you overdrive the car, mm-hmm. or does. you tear a bunch of stuff up, and everybody can do it. But he mm-hmm. got to where he used it as an advantage, and yes. he drove the wheels and drove a great, great race, and. uh Y'all giving him way too much credit. If, he, if he's watching, you know, I mean, no, I'm not giving him that much credit. No, uh, yeah, no. I mean, he, Derek's, Derek's got good equipment, but he's a good driver, too. So, I mean, you can't take anything away from oh, him. Oh, no. So. no. So, you're done with us talking positive about, about Derek? Yeah, <laughs> well, we can't talk positive yeah. like that. No, I, I'll pay for it next week. You yeah. watch, but, but right now, I'm good with it. So, uh, yeah, because he was on last week. I don't remember him talking to you guys. Up yeah. No, no, not at all. Was that? No. no, I think all he said was Brandon's car sits at his house, and that was about it. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> well, that and I probably don't pay rent neither, so I'm mean, actually it works. <laughs> I just got my hand up, buddy. Can you, okay, stay here. Can you help a buddy out? Yeah. But I right. do think that, to, to kind of go back, what you guys were talking about, because I always think one of the interesting things about the upper levels, NASCAR, IndyCar, mm-hmm. those kind of things, when you got multi-car teams, mm-hmm. you yeah. at least have that boss that's going right. to come in, you know, whether it's Gibbs or, or whoever right. that's going to say, no, you guys are going to share information. I understand. Right. I own right. all your cars. Right. You're right. all going to talk. We're going to share. Right. But when you're buddies, I get that. I mean, yeah. like I would... My best friends, I would want to help them, but not. I'd want to help them just enough to where they're not better than me. Right, where they're competitive. But, but, but you're, you're missing yeah. it. He drives a super stock. The, the pure stock ain't sitting at Derek's house. Well, I, I yeah. no. but, but, <laughs> but it, it was, though. Yeah. It was still his house, yeah. yeah. But the hardest thing is about our level, what we do is okay you got nascar and stuff like that they're pretty much all on the same level playing field yes, right. we're yes. not or whatever so like dustin's car dustin's car is probably stevie watt built that car years ago and it's probably i'm gonna say 17 18 years old it's an old car and it's a, it's a good car it really is Derek's yeah. car's not that old and we tried to set it up identical to his car and it did not work at all really? i mean did something about his car and their in my car i had a bc car and just all three of them were totally different, you know. What I mean, so it, it's hard to feed each other information because right. what might work for us and put on his car, and he is terrible, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's very hard. And then you look at him like you set me up, didn't you? You got <laughs> yeah, it on and purpose. You really did. Yeah, so mean, the biggest thing with my car is it's and God rest Stevie. So it's so consistent. 
it seems like that car every weekend is unless something breaks or something fails i mean there's some nights it literally feels like a blind guy could drive that car oh, I mean, really? it's just so it's a cobbled up mess and it, it really <laughs> it is. is i mean it's something for instance darren crawhorn whenever they combined us with the bombers and i was still winning against the bombers he came over to the pits one night and was looking at it and he said there ain't no way I said, what do you mean? He said, there's no way you're outrunning us with this car. And I said, dude, it's the same car I've been running all year. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. And, you know, Derek kind of say the same thing. I mean, it's just, you know, he's tried the same stuff. And, you know, I've tried stuff that Derek's done, but it just, they just don't work together. There's just something different about that car of mine that just really works. So, Do you think that's a, do you think that's the car or the driving styles that affect that setup? That's what much? I was going to say, because we watched all three of them and they all right. drive right. you guys all approach the corners differently we all do yeah, yeah. yeah. you know yeah. so it's, i think it's a mixture of both yeah because you know but i mean but i can get in dustin's car and run decent dustin's car yeah i get in Derek's car he likes a tight car i really that's not my forte or yeah, whatever so yeah. but like you said it a lot of it has to do with driver preference you yes. know if they're not comfortable in the car you're not gonna do me any good in that car or whatever and that's it, like my super stock it's totally different than the pure stocks i mean oh really you went, oh totally different the way yeah. they drive the way they turn or whatever it's a it's a totally different ball game from from different classes. You wouldn't think so. No, we're on the same right. tire. We had the the same metric four link suspension in the rear and stuff, but it's a different night and night and day ball game. What what is so different about it? Uh, well, let's say for one thing, for instance, uh, my superstock play has twice the side bite his car and Derek's car has, hmm. and my front end is tremendously different the way it turns in the turns or whatever, and it'll scotch up on the left rear. Their cars will not. Just the way they're built, it, you wouldn't yeah. think it would be. Yeah, but, you wouldn't but, at all. but it really is. The, the right. feel is so much different from each car. And setups, wow. I mean, different too. We tried doing some of the stuff, you know, that really works on his car. And me and Derek's like, oh, we'll do that. Th-. No, it ain't gonna work. But <laughs> it's just totally. Different I mean, one thing that helps, and I know Derek probably say the same. Brandon's got a natural gift he can literally watch me on the track in my car and i can come in and he can tell me exactly well you need to do this this and this and it'll help you because i can see this and he he could literally set my car up and me not know and they've done this to me before and tell me to take a walk and him and Derek set my car up <laughs> and me just get in it and be able to you know run up front in it and i know he can do the same thing with Derek. he can watch a car and tell you what needs to be adjusted and what what don't. And Irwin's helped us a lot with that too. He's he's good at that, being able to watch a car. Hey, let me tell you a piece of advice. So when you take take a walk, we don't do a darn thing in that car. We don't, we yeah. do we throw some wrench, we throw some wrench at it, beat on a little bit, but we don't yeah. do a darn word, thing in that car. I, nothing. I, I am no, my worst. It's, right it's all in his head right there. <laughs> I'm really that bad about it. psyching myself out. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's it. Wipe some grease on our face. Yep. Because you get fixed up. Yeah, we got you fixed up, man. We got you fixed up. Me and Derek's like. <laughs> we ain't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They jack it up as you walk off when they see you yeah. coming. They let the yeah. jack down. So. Yeah. That's it. I wonder why they always told me to walk. Yeah. <laughs> walk yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. a lot of work to, to do. do. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. So when you, when you say you're your own worst enemy, why? I don't know. My biggest thing is, I'm. I, in a way, I think it's because I'm so competitive. Mm-hmm. And I want to do... I, I want to be able to leave at the track at the end of the night, whether I ran first or I ran fifth, and say, man, I, didn't, I don't think I made a single mistake. I think I, you know, I gave it all I had, gave the car everything they had, and, you know, I just got beat. Or I just, you know, we did everything we were supposed to do, gave the car everything it's had, and we was able to win. I mean, that's like the night that I ran second, the last night we ran at Brownstown to uh, Mickey. I mean, I had two plug wires off, which killed me. Uh, but another thing, too, I let a lap car kind of steal my line. And I, mean, I made two mis- huge mistakes in that race, and I honestly feel like it cost me a win. And I mean, that's ate at me, and I've watched that video a hundred times, and it's like it just it's just ate at me. But, but then we, we can counter how good of a driver you are if we go back to the night you won yeah. because you didn't get to race until the Conti man. Right, yeah. You yeah. know, and you, yeah, you, was... you started the tail of that. 
transferred out of that started the tail of the feature yeah and you know so you know i i think the two mistakes that you're you're kind of riding yourself right. on <laughs> yeah. that night kind of offsets that you know it does you know, myself just being a yeah. guy that watches but yeah. that you know you because that was a that was a great night for you yeah. there. It really yeah. was, and we had a lot of luck too. The cautions really fell our way that night too, and, and you gotta have. I don't care how good a driver you are, how good your equipment is, you gotta have some luck on your side too. Yeah, you do. oh yeah. Um, you really do. What you just said that night, and and we were sitting up in the tower and talking about it. Because I said, you know, you got a few of the early ones, and the field yeah. could never really stretch out away right. from you. And I said, if it stays compact, he's yeah. gonna come. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, it, it fell right for you. But yeah. to talk a little bit about that, what had happened to the car? What because was we, it wiring? Because what we it heard was, wiring. was you literally rewired the entire car, and we, and we really did. And I got to give um, Derek, of course, and Nick Jones, and the two guys that helped me, Will and Kenny. They pretty much rewired my car from the starter to the battery in between. Because we we went out hot lapped. We've been having trouble with the car um, the weekend before that, and we went out hot lapped. Did great. Got ready. You know they hollered for us for yeah. qualifying. I pushed a button and it went click pop. And smoke just filled inside the car. I'm like, oh, this ain't good. So they they go to the back of it. You know, they're checking battery cable ends and all that stuff. Well, they fix they change two battery cable ends that Jason Heyman and uh, Jeremy Owens. I mean, that's another thing too. I mean, we all put there. Everybody's just great. And uh, they give us two battery cable ends. We put them on there. Well, then I still didn't have anything. So we ran a new wire from the battery cable ends all the way up to the solenoid. Well, at that point, my heat race was starting. Right. So we get all that put on there. Still nothing. So we run up to the parts trailer, get a new solenoid, put the new solenoid on it. At this point, they're getting ready for you know the finishing up the heat races. And I'm like, guys, we got to come up with something. So we run a new wire all the way from the solenoid all the way to the starter. Well, as we're putting the new wire on the starter, the post that comes out of the starter falls out with the nut. And we're like, oh, oh gosh. gosh, here we go. So we're running around. And to be honest with you, I have to thank Ronnie Pardue because I'm running around looking for a starter. And he broke. He's like, I'll take the one off my car. So he's taking the one off his car. We're taking the one off my car. We get them swapped. <laughs> and I literally, as the... Concy's pulling onto the track. I come running around to the, you know, to yeah, the yeah. actual lineup shoot. We almost didn't make the Concy, and I mean, we just—I don't think I've ever drove a car so hard in my life. Just because, I mean, that was another instance. You're frustrated. Everybody's worked so hard in the garage that week, and I mean, I was mad and angry and stuff. And I got to give Bird credit. I wish I had his mentality every weekend. I mean, he doesn't win, lose. He's just calm, cool, collected. And, I mean, he came up to <laughs> me is. and he's like, "Man, you got a good car. Just chill out. Take your time." And, and you'll get up through the field. And I mean, that's, that's what you that's told what me down at Victor Lane that night. Yeah. You said that Heyman got yeah. you calmed down he and really chilled did. out. Because so. I mean, it was, you know, you, you work your butt off all week. You got two of your best friends that actually work with me at work, too. So, you know, they worked on the car every night. And, you know, then you get up there and something like that happens. And you just, I mean, it's hard not to get yourself down when something like that happens. I think it's some of your worst enemy, too, is you don't want to let your buddies down, all your crew and all your help. <laughs> Even though too. they're not getting no money, they're just coming for the sport. You yeah. know, you don't want to let them down. I mean, because you think they worked hard, hard on it than what I did, yeah. you know. So, I mean, I think that has a lot to do with it, too. You try to be successful. So, not that you really want them to look up to you, you know, or whatever, but you want you want them to be kind of proud, too, of what they did and what they accomplished to help you, even though they're not racing, to be right. a part of the team or whatever. So, I think that's a lot of it, too. I think the really the amazing thing is is that in racing, you know, and I grew up with the traditional stick and ball sports and things like that. You know, if if my bat breaks, they hand me another bat. You know, or or whatever you want to relate it to. In racing, you rely so much on the mechanics of that car, and just like that, right there. Sometimes everything you can have worked all week, and you're you see your opportunity to even attempt. To make the show or run the show right. gone just because of, you know, a post and a starter or a right. wire that's off here or yep, a bad right. terminal connection. Right. 
that to me has got to be the most gut wrenching thing. Oh, it is. And but what you just brought up is what amazes me about the race community. A competitor will give you a spare part they have, and I don't think right. that would happen in any other sport. That's what I was going. Oh, yeah. If yeah. LeBron James showed up and forgot his jersey and his his shoes, <laughs> yeah. The Golden He's, State Warriors aren't handing him a pair to go play him. They're gonna no. they're gonna smile and sit down. Exactly. But a guy in your own class will hand you something because yep. he'd rather have you on the track and and beat you that way, right? Than you sitting in the trailer. Well, it's just like it looked like mouse on cheese. I mean, I had I bet you at one point there's twelve guys working on my car. I mean, it's just it's it's so great how racing is. You know, dirt track racing, short track racing because it hasn't gotten so big to where. You know, for instance, you know, my oldest son, his biggest fan is Hudson O'Neill. I mean, you know, you got guys like that can come to Brownstown and they still talk to you yeah. like you're a normal, you know, they're they're not up here and you're down here. Uh, most of them anyways. And I mean, that's that's just another thing. I mean, I, you can walk around and I'm sure Brandon say the same thing any weekend at Brownstown and it doesn't matter if you bumped a guy the weekend before and you all rubbed fenders and, you know, took each other out. Usually by the next weekend, everything's cool and kosher yeah. and you're back to the, you know, hey, let's just race and have a good time. So. You guys over there, you know, you two, Heyman and, and Owens and Clegg, I mean, that is the family corner, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. that is the, probably the most tight-knit. Because, you know, before the races, we walk around and we try to go visit as many people right. as we can. And, I mean, that is family right there. That, that is very cool what that has grown into with you guys, you know, in, the, in that corner. And, you know, then back behind the bridge, you know, you have like another little group like that mm-hmm. with, with the Egan girls. You do. And yeah. Tyler and, and all Tyler them. Tyler Kane. Right. And, yeah. and, uh, you, get the, you get Bo Nix on the other side, all yeah. them over oh, yeah. there and you stuff know, so like that. Like little, so. little families, yep. you know, all placed around the the, the yeah. stuff there. And that's what's cool about our family, too, is that uh, I guarantee <laughs> at least a couple of nights a week, we all eat dinner together. Yeah. We'll either go out, we'll go floating together, we party together. Yeah. Uh, who who said what? What's, what's our one? Nathan Bowling's asking how old my Brownstown Speedway shirt is. <laughs> Nathan, on the back of it, it says James Essex Promoter, if that yeah. gives you any idea uh, how old the shirt is. Uh, that's just twice Irwin said something about the fireball. Said fireball yeah. Well, how can he's not brought it? Yeah, you haven't brought it. So uh, I just yeah. want to give a shout out to Kenny there. He put win or lose. You know, that's one of the gentlemen that he works with me at Cool. And um, I mean, whenever he was, we all looked. I, I don't know if anybody's seen the you know the victory lane video or the picture after the night I started on the tail of Don Russ. We all looked like we had our butts kicked. I mean, we've been rolling around in the dirt, sweat just pouring all of us. And he was one of them that worked his butt off on the car, and he does every week um, with him and Will and. Uh, I mean, a lot of people's helped me. Everyone, my brother. If it wasn't for Brandon, the car wouldn't even be together. But um, and Derek and just everybody. I mean, that, and that's another thing too. Even the off seasons. I mean, you've got your your people that just always want to help you. You know, we they yeah, used yeah. to have the auctions used to be a lot bigger than they are now. Uh, but you'd go to the auctions, you'd always have buddies. Hey, man, you know, if you need this, you know, whatever, you know, if you need this, that, that, and um, it, it's just really nice how you know the dirt racing community. Everybody helps one another. You pointed out that that Ronnie had broke and gave you the starter, yeah. but you know, I. I started out helping my buddies in the pits, you know, before I started working for the track. And I've seen guys run in there and get their spare part and hand it, you know, to my my buddy. And and then then we went out and raced side by side with each other. Like, yeah, yeah, I got an extra one, but, you know, you can have it tonight. Right. Not knowing that theirs might not break the next time. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. And and like you said, in higher sports, you don't see that. You know, you you don't don't see, you know. Kyle Bush's crew chief take Jimmy Johnson something. Yeah, yeah that, that no, would, you that's know. just uncalled. Exactly. No, there's yeah. no way it's possible. Uh, yeah. Well, and you no. said you said it was like you know mice on cheese. Uh, it really but was. If you sit up in the tower or up there on the sky deck at, at Brownstown, which is usually where I'm at on Saturday nights, 
it's like that every week over there in your little family. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's so true. funny to watch, especially yeah. when the when it actually gets dark and just the trailer lights are on. Yeah. <laughs> because when one of you guys' cars will come in, it's just like mass shadows from every trailer yeah. that yeah. parks around there. Door. That yeah. swarms on that one car that you know starts helping get it ready, getting yep. make sure it's ready for the feature. Yep. And it and then it just the next car comes in, next class, and then the whole swarm moves over it's to the next class. And it is. I mean, that's something I don't know that everybody notices when I'm standing up there, but it, it's something that's really cool to see, man, because right. people don't know, and we've brought it up on here a lot, it's really easy as a fan just to show up at the track and go, man, cool, these guys showed up, but we don't see, A, the amount of work you put in on the track on Saturday night to try and be good, and we definitely don't see, you know, Sunday through Saturday morning what you guys are trying to do to get those cars there and get ready. Yeah, It's rough for the week. I mean, it, it really is. I mean... Because we all work full-time jobs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, I don't work just a, a nine-to-five job. You right. know, I'm a crane operator, so there might be some days I don't get home until six, seven, eight o'clock at night. You know, you never know where right. you're going to be at from the day or whatever. So, uh, usually Sunday's wash day. Getting washed up, switch you tore it from the, over the weekend. And then uh, Monday, you get your little list out, and you start boat checking, and you start greasing, yeah. and you start doing everything you can. And one thing that really takes a lot of time is tires. God, oh, I hate doing oh, yeah. tires. Man, oh, man, I hate tires. Worst but, two days, uh, wash day and tire day. Yeah, that, that's brutal. <laughs> but it takes a lot of time and effort through the week. You know I mean? I know a lot of fam- I know a lot of race chef families. I mean, I'm not married or anything like that. So I can just imagine what my brother is and keeping the wife happy and the two boys and schoolwork and summertime and stuff, you know. So it, it takes a lot of effort from the whole family and the team to uh, get stuff done. And we, we've said it on here before, when, when you are in, in a family – and you decide to go racing, it's actually a family decision because, oh, yeah. you know, the wife has to pick up the slack while you're getting the car ready, yep. you know. The, you know, the wife has to, you know, this yeah. me going and announcing every Saturday, you know, I, I don't, you know, my girlfriend, she's like, we have we can't do nothing all summer because every Saturday you're gone. Right. right. But, you know, she's cool with that. But, you know, you, you this thing that we all love, you know, our addiction yep. that we have to show up at a racetrack on Saturday nights <laughs> right. is, yeah. I mean, it, it affects the whole family. It does. You know, yeah. it affects all of us. So. Yeah. I mean, it really does. And especially with, you know, like I said, my oldest is racing cage carts now too. So it's like, like this weekend I'll be off cause he's racing. So it's like, I got to hurry and get his done. And then I had a bunch of stuff wrong with mine after Scottsburg. So I got to get mine done in between there. And, you know, it's, and that's what makes it nice with, you know, like having Brandon and, you know, Derek and, you know, the two buddies from work, because like last night they, they were working on my car and I was working on my son's go-kart. So, I mean, it's, if it wasn't for all of us being together and we had to do it on our own, we probably wouldn't make half the races that we made, to be right. honest with you. It was kind of funny, you know. I mean, you keep talking about, well, work on your car. You haven't mentioned once I'm going to help Bub work on his car. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of one side here this afternoon. What's going on with this, you know? I was going to point this out, but it yeah. sounds like he's got, like, a full NASCAR pit crew. He does, yeah. Tech shop. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish. What? Yeah, Bub's yeah. getting Derek hung out. Derek said to hurry up because there's lots of work to do. Yeah, he, he got does. lots of work he to do. He does have a lot of work to do. Yeah, that's right. 15 minutes praising him, we'd have been yeah. farther along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's been getting yeah. stuff done instead of on here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can watch this at any time. Yeah. 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 My car's tore up, too. He can walk in the yeah. next bay. My <laughs> too, so, uh, that's the way it works. But um, so, so, Brandon, you've raced in three different classes now. You start out in the mini stocks, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Then you went to the pure stocks. Now you're up in the super stocks. Yes. So far, what class have you enjoyed racing in the most? That that's a tough one because well, I mean, when we first started out we ran the mini stocks. They were a blast the the, the driver or whatever. We was very we were successful in those. I mean it was fun to I remember when Terry England first had the club for the mini stocks. So my dad started doing that and we'd run every little county fair you could think of. Right. And I'd done that a couple of times before Terry got out. It was a lot of fun. 
the pure stocks were a lot of fun, but I would have to say probably the super stocks. We've been successful in that class. And I guess the biggest thing about that is is that, which we all know, Brad, everyone, and me, we built my car. Right. So I learned a lot doing that through the wintertime. And uh, learned a lot, showed showed me a lot. I got to work on that car, so that's pretty cool to me. Something I'll never forget. And uh, everyone lets me come to his shop and help him up there and do stuff. So I would have to say probably the Superstock is probably my favorite class so far. Yeah. And the group of guys are so cool that I race against, and we're all kind of buddies. So it, it's that's really good. nice. It's pretty cool. Do you have any intention on moving up beyond that, like to a crate or modified or anything? Or are you going to stay right there? You know, I ran my dad's crate a few times, and he had it. I really liked that class. Uh, we have a We have a mod at home we had that everyone and i built over the winter time so if we get it together i'll probably run some mod some this, cool. this summer and uh, see what happens there but uh i, I know derek's chomping at the bit he wants my car so bad he can't stand it so uh <laughs> that that's the way that's gonna work so if i do anything i'll go do a mod and uh we'll see how that works but uh i really like my super stock right now We're, we've been we've had some success in it we're learning every week so it's hard to tell what we'll do or whatever he actually tipped his hat to us there at scottsburg when Use over at your car, and he said, "With any luck, that he hoped he, that he would have that next year." So that's, right, right. So. It, it's, it's it's not out. I mean, because to be honest with you, I really don't want it to go anywhere. So if it went to anywhere, it would be to uh, him or Dustin. But uh, it, it's just there's a lot of sentimental with that car. You right know, on. I mean, mm-hmm. we built it from uh, probably 130 packs of bush light and two crooked <laughs> tape measures. So uh, it, uh, we had a lot of fun building that car. So I really don't want it for, I don't want it to go anywhere. So uh, we'll see how it works out. But I'm just very thankful that I had the opportunity to do it. That I get to race every week and uh, the friendships I've made on the way. So oh, right. it's yeah. been a good time. You know, and I know Bush Light sponsors Kevin Harvick, but if that's not a plug right there to be, a, be right. a major sponsor, yeah. right. Right. that's the real deal right. right there. I mean, the, the WGP and all come from one night drinking, so I mean, it all just happened that way, but uh, yeah. it turned out really good, and uh, we have a lot of good memories with a lot of good people. That's and, good. Uh, you know, that's just like uh, when I met Erwin, it was on a limb. Uh, he uh, he's done some work for my dad, and I called him one night, and I didn't know the guy whatsoever. I knew he worked at Masterbuilt, didn't know him. And I called him. I was like, hey, you work on super stocks? He's like, nah, not really. I'm like, you sure you don't want to? He said, well, I'm kind of slow. He said, bring on down. We'll see what we got or whatever. So uh, I bought the car from Mitchell Maxis, where my first super stock come from. And we took it down to him. And and he done a few things to it. And we ran well in the car. And then after that, we just we kind of hit it off. And, you know, I met him and Bird and Cowboy from and the Kaisers and Darla and all them. And it's been a... uh, it's it's been pretty cool because without certain people we wouldn't be where we're at today. So it's pretty cool. Definitely. You got any plans on moving up from the pure stock? I don't think so. Uh, my biggest thing is you know like I said with my oldest racing a cage cart, um, and then my youngest here for two months longer we're going to start him out in one. Um, so next year I probably won't race quite as much, um, and I'll probably just hang on to my car and probably help you know Brandon and Derek as much as I can and race you know when I can. Right. Um, but I think we're going to travel a little bit next year with him and the you know kind of give him the opportunity because he's really took off with it and doing really really good with it. Awesome. and as long as he sticks with it um i mean he's he's very even people that don't even know him have commented you know just how consistent smooth he is so if we want to try to stick with that i mean if something happens where he doesn't then i may eventually down the line but right now i think i'm gonna stick with what i got and just kind of play with that good deal and, uh, you know, Brad there threw out that the uh, sponsorship needs to uh, drop some <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> crazy, so. yeah. Brad, that's great because we're right up the road from your shop, literally. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, about a mile, so they yeah. can drop part of it here off yeah. and part of it at your shop, and we can, we can split it up. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. 
I, I'm curious because I've, I've said my, my son, since we started this, and has become obsessed with racing. He's only four yeah. years old, but like to you guys, like you will be, he'll think that Dale Jr. and, and Tony Stewart sat here tonight. And yeah. like he just thinks it's so amazing. The drivers come here and, yeah. and he loves it. And he wants to, to start racing and things like that here in the future. What's it like to go from driver to dad and crew chief and supporter? What's that What's that like? It was a big change. And I'm telling you right now, I don't care what anybody says. You can be the biggest guy in the world. You'll be a nervous wreck the first time he pulls out on the track. Um, and, you know, you have – you. Like when Preston first started, which is my oldest, which is eight now, and my youngest is four. But when he first started, he started in what they call a rookie group, which was his age group. And I mean, his first night out, I mean, he just took to like a duck to water. And I didn't know anything about goat carts, nothing. Um, a, a gentleman named Glenn Neal that owns a, a goat cart shop really helped us, and everybody over at Charleston. I mean, it's it's like one huge family. Um, and he took off and ran second his first night, his second night out one, and he he only, he got four in a row, and then they moved him up to. They said, "Hey, we need to move him up to the kids that are 15 to 17." I'm like, "He's eight. You know, I don't really want to do this." Right. So I'm like, "Well, let, let's let us, let him practice with him." Well, he went out practice with him and was really competitive, and it's like he just when he got around the faster carts, he started driving harder. So I mean, it was really good because it made him drive harder um but i'll be honest go-karts are still such a learning curve to me i got a lot of people that i that if it wasn't for them we would be so far out in left field um but it is a huge change and i never thought i'd say this but i enjoy going to the races and watching him and seeing that huge smile when he that when he gets out right. of the go-kart than i ever would in a race car myself that's cool that's really cool um cowboy's on there cowboy's there on there. hello cowboy <laughs> <laughs> and uh and brad you We'll have to we'll have to stop by each other's places and check check fridges because I've got I've got her set pretty cold in here too. So yeah, it's pretty cold, buddy. Yeah, it's pretty cold. You ain't got no kegerator either, brother. Yeah, you got to step up in the game a little bit. Kegerator makes it. Yeah, got to build some more WGPs. We need some more high dollar more equipment. Uh, Speaking of cowboy, when uh, we had him on the show, uh, he he really liked it when when you and Heyman were side by side there. You know, on the front row, because those great big Peter Hall stickers on the front of both your cars, you know, that was... Right. That was great sponsorship for you know for for Curtis and Darlis. So yeah. oh, it was, and they're such great people. Oh, they uh, we, they've invited us up to their place numerous times to come up and hang out, and uh, we go to we try to go to some of their events we go to or whatever, and um, they're just they're just great people. I mean, they're just down to earth people, really good oh, people, yeah. always there to with a lending hand in their business to mm-hmm. friends or whatever you know. So and uh, it, it was it was really good to meet. Them. I met them through Irwin. That's how I met yeah. them or whatever, and. Uh, just good people, and uh, that's like here, what was it, a week ago, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, Bird's, Bird's in-laws, they have a place on the river, we went down there, and he was there, we grilled out and cooked out, and just, yeah. we just have a good old time, I mean, wherever we go, but they're just really good people. They really and, are uh, good people. I met Cowboy through uh, Tim Keithley. Uh, oh, he really? used to work for me at Bowman's, <clears throat> when I worked at Bowman's before he sold the pointers, and uh, I met him, and just like what he does for the Pure Stock class, I mean, that's just awesome, you know, some of the things he does, and it's kind of a kind of a neat situation when you don't really know what the pewter hall bonus is going to be for the night so i mean it, and it's just kind of neat because it gives somebody something you know for people to strive for and stuff like that and it, the prize doesn't ha- always have to go to the winner so right um, that makes it nice yeah. I, I met Cowboy through Brad Irwin, too. If, right. you know, so. <laughs> right. Everybody seems like, Brad's just, he's like he's been around. I don't know yeah. what about him, but uh, everywhere you go, never meet a stranger. He's right. always talking yeah. to somebody, I, you know. So. I've known Brad for years, but uh, I, I'm thinking it was the Fun Fest, and 
Cab- I was at Donnie Wilson's camper there, and right. Cowboy and Irwin came up through the darkness there, and, and we kind of met. And, right. Yeah. You know, had some beverage passed between us a little bit there. Surely we not. <laughs> no, surely not. It was probably bush light or no. fireball. No. no oh, well. No. I think Cowboy's a whiskey drinker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I think he likes a little bit of whiskey. That's true. We uh, we hey. talked about sponsors there, and I do want to I yeah. do want to throw out our sponsors real quick yeah. and talk about a giveaway that's coming up. We got some people here on Facebook Live, so I want to throw it out to them. Um, obviously, first and foremost, uh, Schaefer Photo and Custom T, Mark and Jamie Schaefer. Um, I can't say enough for what they do for us and what Mark does yes. for all the guys at the yeah. track and the the photos that you guys get. And I know right. that especially those Victory Lane photos with yeah. your family are are pretty special. And and you know the care and time Mark puts into those. So. Go check out Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea. Um, also, Brownstown Speedway and Jim Price. Huge shout out to him for being a sponsor of us uh, and definitely helping us what we do. Uh, and you know, and, and being a real supporter, you know, yes. and enjoying what we're doing and, and liking what's going on. But here's the exciting one: in the FastLaneProductions.com. I reached out to Ryan Bowling this weekend, and we were kind of talking about their new subscription service and. We have decided we're going to give away two subscriptions um, to InTheFastLaneProductions.com. Those are going to be six-month free subscriptions for you guys. Wow. Um, awesome. That From Throttled Up and In The Fast Lane Productions. Here's what the contest is going to be, and I'm going to announce it here on Facebook Live, and then after the episode's done, I'll make a post on Facebook. We're going to ask you to post your favorite race memory, and that can be from any level, any class, anything you went but what, what's your favorite race memory? And just post that in a comment underneath. And then uh, we're going to run that until probably Saturday. And um, then we'll close it up. We'll draw the names from that. And we'll have two winners uh, who will end track. up with uh, free um, free subscriptions to InTheFastLaneProductions.com. And, again, if you guys haven't gotten on that, this is a great opportunity to get a free subscription. And you cannot be what ryan and nathan are doing within the fast yeah. lane productions oh, yeah. man it's, it's awesome you can't i mean it's just like whenever we went over for the super stock special i mean it's set fast time and we got fortunate and we broke it to, we set a new track record and they gave us 100 bucks i mean yeah. who, who does that i mean nobody comes out and gives you extra 100 bucks for setting fast time whatever that's just pretty cool or yeah. i mean it's not even about the money it's about the the quality of the videos they take i mean answer any questions you got they'll come down and do the inter- some of the interviews that they and all well you do too whatever yeah. you know what i mean it's just yeah. It's so cool how people come about and try to help everybody out. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, that's – I know that's what Ryan Ryan and Nathan, you know, and that's what me and Dustin try to do is, you know, right. those guys don't want to become famous for that, and we don't right. – we, we try to put it on you guys, you know, let people know a little bit more about you. Right. And uh, because you guys are the ones jumping in the cars, you're spending the money, right. you know, you're out there racing, and, right. uh, you know, we want right. – the community and, and more people know about you guys and right. you know we hope when we leave here that some people leave you know they're like well i've watched him run around the track but i knew nothing about him and you know right. i'm gonna start rooting for him after i've heard him talk you right. know so right that right. go either way i'm gonna root for him be like listen yeah. that guy talk anyway yeah. <laughs> i can't believe i rooted for him like right that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure because that that is the funny thing we've had this conversation is you know, in the racing world, too, you guys are always in a helmet, and for, especially for the fans that don't ever make it to the pits and don't walk around and see you guys. It, it's funny some of the times that you, you see a guy in his driving style, and you know, especially if he's maybe a little bit aggressive, and, and you have this mental image of who they're going yeah. to be when they step out of the car, and then you see him with no helmet and their fire suit half down, and you're like, 
There's no way that's a guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no way. That's not, that's not no. who got in that car. Yeah, no, no. With it's my crazy. Height, I probably get that a lot. They're probably like, that, that guy ain't old enough to race. You can't show your dash. You can't show your dash. I mean, they know how tall he is in the car because right. you can't even see yourself uh, in the car, uh, man. That's you, a good excuse for when I get into somebody. I couldn't see yeah. him, man. You, you're the tallest short person I know. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, so. I looked over out, out my, my driver's window there, but uh, all I saw was the panel. Where'd he go? Sorry about that, man. sure. It's crazy how when you get in the car, you talk about people like they're not that they judge you but like this is this guy or whatever you know and you get in your car and you put your helmet down and you it's like you go to a different you go to a different place yeah everything just kind of disappears for you you're kind of zoned in on what you're going to do and i mean it's crazy i'm all set in the lineup shooting where i started i'm like well i raced him him and him and he's probably gonna do this or we're gonna fire here or whatever you know and yeah. sometimes that works sometimes you set yourself up for failure because yeah. you you play it too many times in your oh, head no. and you think you have a plan and the green flag drops you're like well I went to shit. Well, that didn't work out too good, did it? But oh, yeah. uh, but it, that just goes along with, too, is your competitors. You, you know your competitors. You talk to them every day. Well, not every day, but most time through the weekend. And, you know, it's not that you judge who they are and how they race or whatever, but you know the guys you can race really hard with. You know the guys you really can't race really hard with. So it's uh, you're learning something every week, every weekend. I'm going to show my age, but he was talking about you kind of imagine what people look like. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever seen Scott Bloomquist at, at Brownstown Speedway, on his right rear quarter panel, it said, Sponsors Welcome. So he didn't have enough sponsors at that time to fill the, the car up. You know, he's not like this wow. legend right. he, he is now. Right. But uh, they announced him out of out of Mooresburg, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Well, my grandfather was from Tennessee, and so he immediately rooted for him because he's like, well, that's from where I'm from. Right. Yeah. And I was an, a young teenager, you know, early in my teens, and I, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. Well, he wins that night, and he gets out of the car and pulls that helmet off, and, you know, he had real long hair back then. Right. And all that hair fell out. And I'm like, my God, this guy is the coolest guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 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 the person on his hair, like, has Blake, Blake yeah. Barber. He's got oh, the, the mullet, yeah. you know. Oh, he's God. got the big mullet. The, the yeah. funniest night at yeah. the races was a night at Vernon whenever he straightened it the night before. Yeah, his mom straightened <laughs> it. Yeah. His mom straightened his hair. He yeah. pulled his hat off, and I'm like, what have you done? I don't know. <laughs> absolutely kills me, man. It is, he's something I, else. I gave I him tell a bunch you. of hell on here last week about it. And he said, just stay with me. I'm bringing the 80s back. <laughs> he tell you about getting caught in the creeper. No, <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. He got it stuck yeah. in the creeper. So he's. They said he's coming out of the car with his hair. And he's dragging the creeper. You know, with his hair, or whatever. He's dragging his dad to help him do it or whatever. And I guess dad's like, we should just cut it off. We should just be done with it. And he's like, no, we're not cutting it off. The worst but. thing I ever saw. My dad was a, a Harley rider the whole time I grew up, and he had a ponytail halfway down the middle of his back, and. We had a, a septic issue at the house, and he had the, the snake out, the power snake, <laughs> right. reaming the septic tank, and it caught his hair, oh. and it wrapped him up and took him all the way down to the septic oh. tank. Oh, oh, wow. And he was stuck. He couldn't he couldn't get his head back up, and, and he was he was screaming and yelling like you know right. he would, and I'm yeah. like... I'm like, uh, I don't know what I was. Please? I was Yikes. a young kid, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yikes. I don't know what, what <laughs> Yikes. you can do. Right. Yikes. But... Uh, I do want to give you guys a chance. Why don't you shout out kind of your sponsors um, and who helps you guys get to the track? And, and sure. I know you've kind of said some of those guys, but also the guys who maybe aren't sponsors are on the car, but sure. the guys that are that are working to help you get there, you know? Sure. So. Sure. First off, I, I want to thank my wife and my family and my boys for let me spend every night in it seems like in the garage i'm sure my wife gets sick of it and we've got another little boy on the way so that's going to be exciting well, great news for us thank you is that and, two or three uh, that'll be number three three boys too she's outnumbered i hate to tell her but um and then i want to thank of course uh, my dad uh, my stepdad glenn my mom my brother Derek, 
Um, Brad Irwin for everything that he does for me and Irwin Customs. If nothing else, if not him, he'll help me on the car. Just the knowledge. That guy's got some serious knowledge um, when it comes to racing. Um, and then I also want to thank Will. Um, I need to thank CoolDeals.com uh, for a cool Chevrolet that I um, work for. Uh, Rob's Tree Service and um, there in Scottsburg, Indiana. Um, LaFountain's Custom Painting. Uh, Pewter Hall for everything they do. Uh, celery Signs for making the car look absolutely great this year. Um, I switched engine builders and went to Warrior Racing Engines. Um, and the power plant's just been phenomenal this year. Um, of course, Schaefer photos and custom tees for everything they do. You guys for everything you do, trying to keep the sport alive and uh, really keeping the you know the heartbeat of the sport going. Um, and then Cystic Fibrosis, um, they come on board with me. A really good friend of mine, his triplets um, have cystic fibrosis, and you'll have to deal with that on a daily basis. So, um, just want to thank them for everything they do. And I guess that's about it. Anybody that I forgot, thanks for everything you do. Yeah, old celery is pretty good, man. He really is. He has he some really talent is. that he does. Yeah. He uh, he messed up and told me uh, I, for the past two years I've always wanted one hand painted. He's like, man, I don't know. He said that's a lot of work because Irwin has a bunch of old, well, so does Ort. They'll have old pictures of painted cars oh, yeah, that he's yeah. done somewhere. I'm like, you know what? That'd be pretty cool because me and my dad. It's my dad's mod. And my dad grew up back in the old paint days or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So he's always talking about showing me pictures, you know, or whatever. So I thought it'd be pretty cool. Hey, if we get this mod going, we'll get celery to hand paint it. I've been on him for two years. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. We got it for one night drinking. You know, he messed <laughs> up. He popped off and said, I'll do it. So I'm holding him, too. He said he would. Yeah, I wasn't going to cost me yet, but he said that he would, he would hand paint it. So, But yeah. celery is a... Uh, in my eyes, he's an artist. Yes, he can. Oh, set, he yes. can. He, set, really he just doesn't. Well, I mean, any of the newer people nowadays that's doing the vinyl graphics stuff on cars, you know, and they're just so they blow my mind away what they can come up with and how they mm-hmm. can design stuff, and you know what I mean. It, it's it's really good. It's really cool because you, you got to keep in mind. I'm going to do yours, and I might do four more in your class. So right. you know, yeah. I can't make anything yeah, look like different. yours, or they're going right. you're going to see that. Yep, so. that's the biggest thing. It, it's pretty cool the way they come out with. I mean, it's a. And, and celery, like I mean, he's a good dude. I mean, we drank beer together, oh, yeah. or whatever, and stuff. Went to his shop a couple of times, oh, yeah. so uh, just yep. a great group of people. But uh, but I got to thank uh, uh, Gary Clegg with uh, Gary's Trucking. He's one of my main sponsors that I have. Uh, Cowboy and Darla with Peter Hall, they helped me out tremendously. Uh, for power plant, I have uh, James Mount with Mount Motor Machine. Builds killer motors. I mean, that's like at Scottsburg, we turn my motor. 85 8600 i oh, mean wow. and let her sing so and uh, can't say enough about that <laughs> uh we i gotta thank brad Irwin. i mean we have it numerous times but without that cat i wouldn't have a car he works on my car from weekend to week out with a, and uh, wgp chassis and uh nab fab for uh, that's Derek. i oh, mean because yeah. like i said my car stays at his shop and we work on n- numerous nights over there and um and friends and family i mean if without them i mean they they come over to the shop well i'll wash today or i'll do this i mean without them we couldn't do what we do or whatever and uh without fans people like you gentlemen right here that wants to keep the sport going because without you and the fans in the stands and letting them hear what we do we you hear every day of tracks that shut down oh, you yeah. know so i mean yeah. you have to keep them going and keep them alive but uh you know there's just so many people i mean i know i've probably missed some but uh everybody that touches a car or talks to me or whatever i can't thank them enough for for what they do for me and for my racing program that i have 
so it's pretty cool we're definitely very blessed and uh, just to jump on something he said that's when you know you have a true friend when you have one that willingly comes over and volunteers on wash day yeah, yeah. i'm just gonna throw that out there when you have one that, oh yeah that's when you know yeah. you got a true friend yeah, there's right better there. days than others to show up at the shower. oh yeah exactly. way better days yeah. way you better days you have a really good friend or a really inexperienced yeah, friend exactly shop, yeah, so. exactly and uh, one other person too real quick i really don't know a lot about the person but like at brownstone you probably know a lot more than i do what they've done for the Superstock series, the the Brandeis, Brandeis. series. Oh, yes. Yes. That gentleman right there to put up the nine hundred to a thousand dollars for the win. That that that's a that's big time for us because I mean we're racing for five six hundred dollars a week to the win. So I'd like to learn more about that gentleman there. But for hey, him to do that, that's pretty cool. You realize the six races carry their own points, right? Yes, yes, I do understand. And, yeah. So you know, there's yep. going to be a bonus at the end of the year for that also. Right. So that's pretty cool. And you I know, mean, he. Uh, I don't know if you, does he come around and talk to you at all in the pits or anything? I've or? been there for the first one, so yeah. he did come around and talk yeah. to us or whatever. I know he's talked to Jason Heyman a bunch. He is but, a, um, like he is an awesome, awesome guy, and and guys like him that's that is bringing that because you know Brandeis sponsored a lot in NASCAR. True, yes, and they have stepped down and and they've brought the money back to you know to the grassroots mm-hmm. part of racing, and uh, I think you know a lot of people are realizing that's where the racing is now is is you guys. It is you know, on, so. on Friday and Saturday nights around the you know the nation and uh, you know and he's a great guy. That's like you know when we have the Brandeis night, I always make sure to get with him and say you know get down here to the winter. Right. Of you course, know, Mike Fields right. unfortunately is hogging the money at Brown. That guy's killing us all, man. I don't know what the deal's with that. He, uh, that is that's a guy to look up to in our series and yeah, uh, in yes. the Super Stock series. He is one tough competitor. Yeah. And. Uh, and it he's, clean. He's, yeah. a, he's a down-to-earth guy. He's been to Irwin's before a bunch of times. And uh, we was down there one day, and I mean, I hate to keep talking about drinking beer, but that's what we do or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. We was down there. Me and Irwin was working. It was late. He was down there. Irwin making some body panels for him. And we ran down to beer. It was on a Sunday where you could buy beer through the stone Sunday. Right. And they said, you ain't got no beer? We're like, man, we don't have any beer. We're out because he wanted a beer. So we didn't think nothing about it. We kept on working or whatever. Well, he left, took his body panels, went home. And that guy brought 12 beers back. <laughs> went home come back and drink beer with us i'm like where do you find guys like that at oh yeah but yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people like that i mean like jason Heyman, uh randy petro uh joe johnson there's oh, a bunch yeah. of people in that group that i look up to and admire or whatever that's like i'm really good friends with uh, or i think i am anyways he might be on there mark, <laughs> mark barber yeah Th- that guy you know it, it talks to me a lot or whatever and just people like that you look up to that just makes a sport i think to what they are today and that's like he was giving barbara's giving me crap the other day but when at skysburg you know and i'm like hey i'm just trying to compete with you all y'all won so many at skysburg so it's pretty oh, cool yeah. to say hey you know i've won a couple of times <clears throat> at skysburg or whatever and they well, have you won two, every so. race at skysburg speedway this year yeah. yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. 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 the one. Yeah, the one. You swept yeah. the Scotts. I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we can't race there no more. We can't race <laughs> yeah. no more. Yeah. So. Yeah. You guys can go the rest of your year saying you're undefeated at Scottsburg yeah. for right. 2018, Absolutely. man. So uh, yeah. that's so cool for us to win the race at Scottsburg. Yeah, it really. To was. be, I've won quite a few races there. He has two, but and at Brownstown and at Vernon, but we've never won. Same at night. the same place and it's cool to win at your hometown your family's oh, yeah. there half of your friends that you go to that you run around with are in the stands and stuff so that, that was that's a moment that i won't forget that's and i wanted cool. to ask about that what what is it like that both of you won the same night i tell you what it was it was amazing um it really was i mean brandon you know brandon went out and was starting on the pole and uh, my guy struggled in the heat race a little bit and i mean he won his and you know you're sitting in a lineup shooting you're like okay you know brandon won his Let's just do what you can. You know, see if you can get up there. Hey, start on the pole, bub. Oh yeah. Well, in the heat, in the feature, right? You started on the pole at Scottsburg. Is that it? 
Yeah, you started yeah. on Pogo. Yeah, 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 you did. So, trying to make my yeah. story better, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> my you started on the boat. Yeah. You got your chance to yeah. tell the story about <laughs> the Don Ross. Yeah. If you don't remember, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was actually just getting yeah. out of the trailer. Yeah. He actually jumped yeah. in, yeah. caught yeah. the yeah. tail as they took yeah. the green. Yeah. And, right, yeah. <laughs> make it mow better. It's only it's, one race of the year. He yeah. can build that story Yeah, right. But then to win, and then, I don't know, you know, and Brandon probably say the same, just... I mean, we were both very blessed. All the comments, the text messages, the phone calls, you know, everything on Facebook, just everybody, hey, great job, did good, you know, yeah, da, da. That's what makes it so special to us is just, you know, people that you may not talk to, you know, a month ago or somebody you've never talked to that actually races, races in your class. Um, and, you know, just messages, hey, good race. You know, you did good. And, well, that, you know, that's what really makes it, you know, that much better. You weren't even all the way out of the car yet down there at Scottsburg, and that's what yeah. you said. I've always wanted to win on the same night as right. my brother, yeah. you know. So that was, yeah. that was your first – it really you know, was. I guess thought when you got out of the yeah. car was, was yeah. you guys won on the same night. I didn't think I was going to get it done. Mickey was giving me a rough my I'll money. I'll tell you what, that cat has been on a tear here yeah. lately. He, you has know, so. he really has. He goes from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Either he's good or he's not. But here yeah. lately, he has found something that yeah. uh, that really that is good. really good. You know. But going back to where we both won or whatever, I mean, it's pretty cool for me. His oldest boy, my nephew, Preston, whenever we go someplace, he's always the first one there to give me a hug or whatever. And... To take my trophy and all that yeah. stuff, whatever. And that's fine. But, like, at Scottsdale, both of the boys were there. And those were the first two people that I saw when I got out. And that just means the world to me. Right. Because those are my two nephews, and they're all about it or whatever. So that, that's that's probably about my probably going to be the most memorable one that I have for that right there. That's pretty cool. Because yeah. there's not going to be too many years. I love you, Uncle B. They're going to be gone. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, right. they get, you know, yeah. they're like, nah, I don't think so anymore. Enough. It goes away when they're your own kid, too. You know, I, <laughs> my son just turned 22 and, and on Tuesday, and... You know, I never hear, you know, Dad, I love you, unless I yeah. say it first, and he, then he feels obligated, he's got to say right. it back, yeah, you know. So. Back. Or you buy dinner. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, yeah, it's always, I still do that nowadays. Yeah. Dad, love you too, Dad, yeah. Yeah, Dad wants to go out to dinner, I'm all yeah. out. Right. Mom's old school, though. If you don't tell right. Mom you love before you leave, Oh, it's oh, bad news. news. It's bad news oh, when you come back news. home. It's bad news yeah. at home, yeah. yeah. My, my mom was that. I had to give her a kiss and tell her I love her before I left, man. Oh, or yeah. It, you, you know, it's, it's bad news if you oh, don't, yes. man. Yeah. You will pay for it dearly. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah, she'll, my mom will chase you out to the car. Like, oh, yeah. And it's yeah. funny because it, she's... She's a little bit dramatic, so she'll let you get out to the car, and you'll be like strapping in and starting it, yeah. and then she, you'll see her come storming out, and it's like, um, excuse me, did you forget something? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, right. Looking back, I got kids in the car seats. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that's pretty good stuff, right there. But I, obviously, uh, you know, that was that was probably you guys' most memorable moment down there Definitely. at Scottsburg in the Speedway, and. And I want to ask you guys this because you brought it up. I, I believe it was before we we're on on air, but we've been talking about this. You guys talked about how you would you would love to see Scottsburg Speedway reopen. Yeah. Um, one thing we've talked about this is is trying to grow this sport. What what do you guys think needs to happen to really grow this this dirt racing sport? The, you know that that is a very tough that's a very tough uh, question to answer and to ask. Um, you know, I mean, what's bad is I think, in my personal opinion, this could be totally wrong, but everybody needs to be on the same page because, okay, let's let's use Vernon and Brownstown, for instance. Everybody does or whatever, you know. It would be so awesome for them to work together. And I understand differences and scheduling conflicts. of it. That's their business or whatever. But as a racer, you know, you would love for them to be rotate a little bit more. I think it's what's going to take because the car, there's so many tracks around here anymore. They run the same cars. Mm-hmm. People have different home tracks where they want to go or they don't want to go. And another thing that hurts us is our rule package. 
our rules are totally different from Brownstown, Vernon, and Bloomington. I went to Bloomington, I couldn't run. You go to Brownstown, Vernon, they look at my car all day long, I'm good to go or whatever. So I think it's going to take more of a communication standpoint to not everybody race the same class on Saturday night because there's not as many cars as there used to be for mm-hmm. one. Right. For two, the I understand everybody's there to make money. Promoters there to make money. Tracks there to make money. But a lot of families can't afford to go, let's say, to Vernon or Brownstown and pay. If they have two kids, you know, you're looking at a couple hundred dollars to get in. Which and I understand they're there to make money. But I think the pricing has kind of priced us out. Parts have kind of priced us out. And everybody needs to communicate as a the rotate classes. Let's say, let's go to Brownstown tonight, this weekend. They're going to super stocks and mods. Okay, Vernon next weekend. Let, let's let's let them run it, and Brownstown might run something else, crates or something else. You know, that's just my opinion. But uh, yeah. I think I think that's rough on us where you have to choose like to which one. Let's say Scottsburg opens up. Well, now you have Brownstown, Vernon, and Scottsburg. If they don't communicate with each other, they all run the same classes every night. Well, guess what? You can have six cars in this class, seven in this class. You know, right. so I, th- I think they all need to communicate a little better, in my personal opinion. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, and now you got little Salem, too, that's running on yeah, Saturday we'll nights, too. Yep. And they've been getting a decent car count. I mean, that's just like in a pure stock class and not knocking any other class, but I feel like this pure stock class is one of the most competitive classes there. I mean, you, you've literally got... <laughs> we've kind of uh, drawn our line in the sand on this show, too, because yeah. we've really praised your class on that. Yeah. I mean, It wears me yeah. out, and I'm going to say it again right now, and I've said it every week. It wears me out to watch the people dump out of the seats before the pure stock feature. Yeah. Yep. Because I, I just want to stand up there at the top and scream, you're going to miss one of the best races right. of the night. You guys run three wide, yep. most of the feature. And you, and, and you guys, and, and the super stocks are similar to this too. There's a really good group of guys. There's a really good group of guys in the pure stocks that yep. that race each other very, very well yep. at Brownstown yep. and can run three wide, yep. lap after lap after lap, and not take each other out. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Three wide on a conservative lap. Yeah, right. yes. Because I've seen yeah. you guys four and five wide out there, right. you know. And yep. Brownstown ain't that wide, man. No, no. no. <laughs> I mean, it's really not. And that's like Brandon, you know, said, you know, in the beginning here. I mean, when you know – there's guys when you show up at the track that you know you can lean on and race and race hard and race clean. And, and you know, they're not going to get all upset about it and come to your pit with a jack handle. But, um, and there's guys that you can really race really hard and sometimes there's not. But in the pure stock class, when you show up at Brownstown and Twin Cities is the same way this year, there's at least nine, ten cars that can win when you get there. I mean, there's, you know, you can't really count anybody out. And I know the pure, the super stocks is, you know, almost that way. Oh, yeah. Like super stock. I mean, all right, Brownstown, there's the competitiveness and Pure stocks and super stocks at Brownstown and Twin Cities this year has gotten really strong. It's uh, but I mean I'm just amazed. You was the first repeat winner. Yeah. You know in the in the pure stocks and and uh, I'm glad you won. Yeah. But I was really hoping that would go further into the year because you know that was that's kind of a a, a check mark for that class of this is how competitive we we right. are that right. everyone can you know th- we are this close in competition that that yep. if right. you show up in the feature you have a chance of winning because we're all right. that good you know and then. You know, Jeremy Hibner, he turned around Saturday night, and he won his second one. So we yeah, had, yeah, I guess we have to go back to Brownstown. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeremy's, Jeremy's a good driver. And, I mean, I like I said, I had a lot of luck that went on my side, you know, the night of the Don Russ. But um, I, I'll definitely be back at Brownstown either way, you know, before the season's out. But um, we just that just shows you how strong that class really is. And it, and it's a fun class to watch, too. Yeah. I mean, that's what I – that's like I said, it just frustrates me to watch people leave because – 
you guys put on as good a show as any car yeah. out there. I mean, it, it is it's so much yeah. fun to watch you guys race and and you know and when when Clegg was on last week and he talked about you know him and uh, um, now I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden he's going to be so mad at me Zach Stalker <laughs> yeah um, I totally lost it there he's usually on here so I can see his name but I totally lost it for a second. but Clegg and Stalker you know leaning mm-hmm. on you know Stalker lean on him in this corner and Clegg yeah. would come back to the next corner and lean yep. on him and and going back and forth and and just having that constant battle and yeah. neither one neither, nobody's going to dump the other just to right. you know to win a heat race they're they're going to race hard they're going to put on a great show yep. and, and everybody's going to take their stuff back as as well as you can that's what the fans yeah. want to see they want to yeah. see a great show they don't want to show up the track and see follow the leader or or no passing or nothing like that or whatever you know you have to put on a show for the fans oh yeah and you have to get them involved in the in the racing if not then they're not going to show up anymore i mean that's just and a lot of it has to do with track prep track prep too you know i mean like over like at brownstown there night it was slicker than than you can imagine you know and there was it was racy you know, and so I mean that that means a lot to people. I'm gonna bring that up too. You know, because over on the grandstand side of the racetrack, you hear a lot of of, of complaining. Mm-hmm. You know that the, the track's been drying and, and then going black and slick. Right. And then I'll go over to the pits, and about every driver I talk to, I hope it turns black and slick. You right. know, so yep. sometimes the fans need to realize that that track is that way because most of the drivers that's what they're asking for that because that's what i hear you know when it's heavy you really can't race like you want to and you can't you can't and when it gets all. black and slick you know you guys can run side by side and yep. get three wide and you know it's it, the driving skill comes more to the top than it just does how much horsepower you got underneath the that's hood. exactly and, right and yep. I, you know i'm glad you brought that up because i want you know people that maybe don't get to talk to drivers realize that right. You know, it's it's dry and black and slick because that's what you guys are wanting. Well, it, it is because, like you said, I mean, it, whenever it's hammered down like that, it's really not much fun racing. It's really not because, for one, it's hard on the equipment. For two, it's beating you to death. I mean, because you got a cushion knee high, you know. Yeah. And it's around the top, run as, ringing as hard as you can. I mean, you're not going to pass that way. Right. When it does slick off, it comes into the driver's hands. You, you could be a tenth slower than the guy in front of you. But if you pick a better line and can and drive a little bit different style, you can make that up there because you're not as, you're not car is not as good as a, as a, your competitor. Right. So it works out in your favor some there. I mean, I, me personally, I'd rather have a slick track than a hammer down track. I mean, because when it's hammer down, run what you're bringing, hope you got enough. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean that that's what it amounts to or whatever. So, but but it, uh, it does make me laugh on which side of the track I'm on because you'll hear. You know the, the fan side just gripe and gripe and gripe and complain, and then you right. know we walk over there and, and you guys are like, man, this is great tonight. And like when I go get right. you in Victory Lane, track was great. You know, right? I, I oh, thought, yeah. Well, on the way down the the grandstands, everybody's complaining. That was horrible. <laughs> that was you terrible, know? So, right? right. <laughs> it's just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody loves to go fast. We all love to hammer down and go fast, but you know we don't like to race that way because you can't race that way or whatever you, you know pass. what i mean, I mean you, you cannot just, pass yeah. it that's it leader. unless the guy jumps the berm and you root him up that's the only way you're gonna yeah. deal with it and then you then you wad your stuff up and then at the end of the race there's gonna be tempers gonna be flared right. and you know everybody's not gonna be happy with everybody so it's rough that way and you know in the after the super race i thought gilpin made a really good point with that when he said the way the track was saturday night mm-hmm. if if you had good stuff you could get by people you know you I could, mean, right you, and, yeah. and he said you know it, there was a little bit here or there where things were better, but you, and what you just said, if you pick the right line, if you put your car in the right spot for your setup, mm-hmm. you you didn't have to move somebody. You didn't have to, you know, rough anybody up. You had multiple options to get your car ahead of somebody. And that, as a race fan, and I know some people who aren't real race fans think that as a race fan, all you want to see is somebody wreck or see carnage or see all this beating and banging. 
That's not true. I want to no. see the most exciting races are seeing guys, you know, one guy slide in front of the other, the next guy comes back mm-hmm. the next lap, and he Slides takes it back. back. And it, it's, yeah. it's that constant, I, I want to see side-by-side battles and, and, and lead changes and passes. Right. That's... Yep. I don't, and especially at this level, I don't want to see any of you guys wad your stuff up. That's no, the worst part no. of the, the track. And no. those outside race fans that maybe just watch NASCAR, that watch Daytona Saturday night just to watch 20 cars get wadded up, right. that's not what it's like on Saturday night. We want to no. see you guys be able to race against each other. But also right. when it's black and sleek, you watch the driver search. Oh, yeah. you know, he, he, he just don't go to the top side of the racetrack and, and live there. there. You <clears> know, <throat> when you realize, okay, he's gaining on me. Right. You start moving around. Where are we going to go and do mm-hmm. stuff, you know, like when it slicks up? But it, it, we, we learn every week, you know yeah. I mean? We like that. We like to learn every week right. and to search around, you know, or whatever. And uh, if, if we're getting beat tonight, if we run him down, we're like, hey, we found something or whatever. If we get yeah. beat, hey, we need to go home work on stuff some more. You know, right. we, got, we got really beat this week. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. it's, it, I mean, I think people, some people sit in the grandstands and are like, well, why are they so slow? Or why do they do this? Or why do they do that? You know I mean? It's I'm the biggest easy. bench racer too, you know, but yeah. it's not as easy as what people really think it is no. to race when on a slick track like that. Yeah, when it's hammered down, you throw you back in as hard as you can, just mat it, you know. But mm-hmm. when it slicks off like that, it come, really comes in the driver's hands. And so yeah. that's another good thing about this show is you guys can explain that because you know there's a lot of people that are dedicated every Saturday night to go on the racetrack, but they really yeah. don't understand. Yeah. You know everything you guys. They you know, don't. I mean, you have so many. You have adjustments. Well, I mean, the only adjustment we have is brakes in our right. car or whatever. But yeah. I'm a big brake rider. I ra- I ride my brake terribly, and it tightens the car up if it gets underneath it. A lot of people are like, "Well, that don't make no sense. You're just riding the brake; it slows you down." Yeah, you think that, but it really yeah, doesn't. Yeah. So yeah. that's just something that people don't get to see or whatever. So it's pretty cool to see that. Yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting too when the the track gets slick because you don't know. Like you said, right. when it's heavy, I know I can throw it in there, oh, yeah. and it's going to stick. And I. Yep. I was talking to uh, the Hartwells and Marty O'Neill on Sunday, and we were talking about the Saturday night race at Brownstown, and Marty said he went into one corner and was going to throw a slide job, and when he when he started to slide, he said it stuck, and I got traction. He was like, oh. You know, yeah, so that, he, that's yeah. what he told us, yeah. too. Yeah. He was yeah. absolutely yep. going in planning to, to pull a slide job. And it stuck. And it stuck, yeah. and he was like, whoa, I, I actually yeah. did have traction. Right. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. It's interesting to hear guys like that that have been drivers that long that I had this plan, but okay, wait, now I've got to adjust and i got to do something right. different. That guy right there, when it slicks off, I swear that guy gets faster. Yeah, yeah. he does. I mean, he, he picks up tens. Mm-hmm. I don't and, and know what he is. He has. But Marty's was, in my eyes, I don't care what anybody says, he's a phenomenal driver. Oh, yeah. Is. Marty yeah. is in my eyes or whatever. And he pissed down beside us. Yeah. yeah, we'll drink beer together and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but that guy is something else when it slicks off. I mean, and that's he another is thing, something. too, when you get to Brownstown, you know, just because it's black, there's a lot of times that's rubber too. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got to yeah. kind of play the guessing game sometimes too. You know, I know a couple of weeks ago, me and Derek was over. We're like, okay, does it have rubber? Is it slicking off? Beef you know, and a lot of times it is. You know, a guessing game, and you don't really know. And you can use yeah. a tail a couple laps into. Well, I made the wrong choice, or hey, we might have something here. So, where's Beefcake at? He was on earlier. He doesn't. Right, he doesn't yeah. bought off. I guess we, we got to give a shout out to the the sprint car legend that just I, just joined us there. Yeah, your 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 childhood role model. That, right? is, that, is, yeah. uh, that is my childhood hero, man. I, yeah, I grew yeah. up at. Uh, Going to Bloomington Speedway and, and watching Kevin there race. That's and, uh, awesome. We've <laughs> talked on this show several times. When uh, when Chase uh, brought back the, the throwback car this year that was at the No Way Out, uh, the white yeah. and red number yeah. five, the uh, used to be Briscoe Mobile Homes when Kevin ran it. Matt has teased me. He said, dude, you look like a seven-year-old kid in a, in a toy store. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I showed up at Brownstown, I got in the pits, and I knew it was there. And, they had just rolled it out of the car, and it was like, I wonder what, I mean, it was like, 
it was almost like prom the first night. It was so cool to see it because, man, that and Kevin, you know, huge shout out to Kevin. I reached out to him uh, a little bit ago and uh, last week, and Kevin's going to try and come up and join us at some point. But, cool, cool. man, you talk about a guy that, that could wheel a sprint car in yes. Bloomington. Uh, he is the legend is the right word. Um, right. And, oh, let's just say he could wheel a sprint car anywhere. Oh, he yeah. could, yes. Yeah, but, so. but uh, you know, Bloomington is where I watched him, and, and he was almost untouchable there at times. I know he'll tell me I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I remember is he was he was a uh, you know pretty well untouchable. So. And so that's cool. That's cool. People like you shout out. Not to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but for people like that to join the podcast show and be watching or whatever, really is. That, that 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 that's something else. I mean, you know, that the people you look up to, everybody looks up to, and will join the podcast. I mean, that's that's and, something right there. And what's cool off. about that, like you said, you reached out to him. I mean, that's a guy that's your hero, and you can talk to him. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. he's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, that's world. that's what I love about it. You know, like I said earlier with my you know my oldest Preston and Donald O'Neill and Hudson O'Neill. Anytime they're at the track. He's not even uncomfortable with it. He'll walk straight up to him and talk to him, and that's oh. that's cool. My brother wants to know how often a pure stock goes through brake pads. I mean, how much? How often you guys change your brakes? Even super stocks. You said you ride your brakes some. So how mm-hmm. often do you guys he, have to change? He's those? a lot harder on brakes than I am. I know last year you went through how many rotors? Well, we went through a bunch of rotors or brake whatever. Rotors. Um, my car probably three sets a year, probably three or four oh, really? sets. Yeah. I'm I started out the season with my with a brand new set, and I'm changing them before next weekend. So, oh, really? And I've raced six times, seven times. Yeah. So I mean, so you you can be hard on me. It, it, it really just depends on the track too. I mean, you know, if, if you start out the season and it stays pretty cool for the first couple months, and the track really doesn't really you know get real slick, yeah, you're not going to use as much brake. But you know, we've had a lot of heat with these last couple of races, so I mean, I've was, I've been on the brakes pretty gotcha. pretty hard. There's so many different kinds of compounds or brake pads. Yeah, retarded. he's asking ceramic pads, and I know uh, the. Uh, Derek's on the second set of pads this year, and I mean he's he's raced more than I have, and he can't be. He can't. <laughs> Y'all see his front bumper? He never hits the brakes. So he, he's wanted three of them up already. So no, that, that's a lie. We'll talk about that one. No. Uh, and uh, answer, he hasn't found the brake pedal yet. No, uh, no, he's got the big chrome horn. Now. He hasn't yeah. found the brake pedal yet. I can promise you this: after the incident in Scottsburg, he didn't hit the brake yeah. pedal coming yeah. from the back of the pack. No, he didn't. I no. can't. I can't tell you, Brad. Everyone just you know to kind of kind of praise brad a little bit i always ran cheap the cheapest brake pads i could get and brad yeah. Irwin told me over the winter he said buy you a good set of brake pads i said man i don't use a whole lot of brake he said i'm telling you it makes you a big won't difference. realize how much brake you use until you buy a good set of brake pads yep i'll never race again with a cheap set of brake pads. oh really it is just no. so much i mean the pedal's there and, and even if it's not if you don't ride the brake if somebody spins in front of you and you can stop on a dime oh yeah i mean that, that's difference. huge i mean that, that's yeah. just huge and how Derek many hundreds of dollars thing. does that save you right oh, there i mean exactly you're not exactly oh, yeah. i mean a radiator is 300 dollars. you know brake yeah. pads are 100 so yeah, at the same time know. you're like hunting for brake pads yeah <laughs> <laughs> i get my car for 20 bucks i don't know <laughs> yeah, i hope my wife ain't watching this yeah yeah so. <laughs> Derek said easy. easy. <laughs> You've been easy on that bumper. <laughs> I think he told me he's on his third bumper, so third he's on bumper, second yeah. set of brake pads, third bumper. bumper yeah. <laughs> no, but to, to go back to what you said earlier, and, and I think that's the coolest thing about the racing community is, you know, these true dirt guys don't forget where they came from. No, they no, don't forget. Uh, Tony Stewart showed that this week when he went to Columbus and raced at TQ Absolutely. at the Columbus yeah, Fairgrounds. With his dad. Yeah, yeah, that his was dad, one yeah. of the coolest things yeah. I ever... That yeah. picture of him and, and his dad sitting there right. in their, their cool. fire suits was awesome. But, and, you know, and, and then he took the trophy to the, to Dairy, the Dairy Queen. Queen. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. awesome. 
Yeah. We talked about, uh, you know, me and Kevin Briscoe, I showed this to Matt. When we first started this, I went up and I dug through all my, my you know, mementos, I guess I'd say, or keepsakes that my, my mom had given me when I moved out. And I finally found, it's like a youth medium, risky, brisky t-shirt that he had signed. And <laughs> That's I, cool. I brought it down here and I'm like, this is this is it right here. Heck I'm like, yeah, this right. is this is way throwback. Right. So it is, and it's cool that you can you can actually talk to those guys, and that's what was so cool the other night with uh, with fan appreciation. Is oh to yeah, see, right. You know oh, all yeah. the cars out there and the kids around, and and yep. you know what what you guys as drivers mean to those kids. Yeah. Right. When, when I was a kid, they didn't do that. Right. You know at all. Right. And you know when you're a kid and you know you grew up in Southern Indiana, I mean you guys or as famous to, to the youth around here as Jamie Johnson or Dale Earnhardt Jr. is. I right. mean, you guys truly are. Right. You know, for the kids. And, you know, that's the way I was with, you know, all the all of them growing up, you right. know, is because I remember Paul Schaefer raced at the 20th Dirt Late Model as a kid, and when he went yeah. on to monster trucks after that, you know, he was he was more famous to me than the guy driving right. Grave Digger or Bigfoot because that was Paul Schaefer that raced at exactly. Brownstown Speedway. Right. right. You yep. know, so, you know, that's how, when I was a kid, I looked at you guys with that stuff, you know, right. that, that raced right. back then. And Well, and you, when you go back to the NASCAR guys that were most popular, it was the ones that you saw on the local dirt track around here. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah, like, you know, you know when yeah. we grew up, you know, it was, and I'm sure Brandon said the same thing, you know, Mike Jewell. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was, you know, I thought he was, you know, just the greatest thing ever. Right. And then, you know, dad gets a late ball and he starts racing against Mike. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, dad's yeah. racing against Mike. And I remember one night he outran him in a heat race. And I'm thinking, you know, I thought my dad was ready to go to NASCAR because he <laughs> right. just outran Mike Jewel. Right. You know, right. you, you just don't do that. Right. <laughs> so, some of the stories about uh, Jewel, though, holy oh, smokes. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, Jewel and my dad together. grew up together. So, I mean, some of the stories they yeah. were t- And I'll never forget, you know, we went to Brownstown one night. And, you know, I'm thinking Mike Jewel's, you know, this is you know somebody you can't just walk up to you know I'm, I'm i don't remember my age but i'm a younger child and dad just walks up to me and starts talking about old times and i mean i just i i probably that was probably my best night of racing i don't remember who won i don't even think i watched a race i hung out <laughs> in his trailer the whole night oh, yeah. so right yeah well you talk about where people come from i had the option to race at seven on asphalt i've done that for two years we was over there you know dad worked there for five years and then we had a a pro four car for over there and then we had a super a, a super stock for over there too one of their like a cra car yeah and uh, I still remember being over there, and I don't really remember it, but I had pictures whenever I was a kid. My grandpa was a doctor in Henryville, Dr. Carr. He was really good friends with the Petties and the Foyts. Oh, wow. So that's how my dad kind of got started with them or whatever yeah. and stuff. And he actually, my dad mm-hmm. went to work for the Foyts for a little bit and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But I don't remember really remember meeting them, but there's pictures of me sitting in their lap. And there's actually a picture of my mom at the Indy, not at Indy, I'm sorry, Daytona, and sitting in, in Petty's car. He's like, you can get in there. Just cool memories I remember. But you talking about people come from. We, when it was at Salem, we was over there one night. And uh, Kenny Schrader and, and uh, Kenny Wallace was there. And I tell you what, those are the probably the yep. two most comical, down-to-earth people mm-hmm, in yep. the upper sport that I've ever met. Yep. Which I've met varying people, but i met those. And uh, they come around. They talk to everybody. They drove the UPS truck. Yeah. Schrader smoked a wall with the UPS truck at Salem <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Just stuff like that you remember, like you yeah. said, where people come from and the yeah. race where they come from. Just yeah. that's that's pretty cool to me or whatever. Yeah. And I think that I think this announcement with Salem Speedway, since you brought it up, is is really exciting. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I think yeah. absolutely. I think it's and I sometimes hate seeing it be removed from a family owned operation, sure. but right. I think this is really gonna push the sport and make tremendously Southern yeah. Indiana, you know, a hotbed for right. For even asphalt racing there with, with Salem Speedway. Right. And I, I mean, think that it was smart, the gentleman that purchased it. Oh, yeah. 
in cahoots with the Kimballs. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. absolutely. You yes. know what I mean? Yep. I think that's going to yep. help out tremendously. Yeah. Ter- tremendously. I'm telling you right now, and I love dirt racing, and I'll never veer away from dirt racing, but if you've never watched the wing sprint cars at Salem's yes. Oh, my God. That yes. is breathtaking. They will just watch that. smoke I the mean, track. It's it just crazy. Unreal. Yep. And, I mean, it, and it's funny you bring up the Kimmels because that's almost to me too because I grew up we would go to Salem a lot too and sure and we'd go down there for Ark and I'd watch Frank Kimmel and, and he was like Dale Earnhardt Jr. to me oh yeah I mean it yeah. was like or, oh, yeah. Or, oh yeah I mean he was like he's, Frank Kimmel man he's this a dude is, and, and it was funny to me to go back to school to kids that didn't go to Salem or local and they're like uh, who's Frank Kimmel I'm like how do you not know who Frank Kimmel is exactly right. like, dude this guy's dominant like yep. you should have seen what he did at Salem so it is funny like when you grow up, who those heroes become, mm-hmm. and and rightfully so, Kimmel could wheel, man. I mean, he okay, was Kimmel was Kimmel. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's the way it is. When it comes but to Arca, he's... they were the, they were the king dinglings back yeah. in the day, you know. Well, so, the, yeah. the memories though, you know, the other night when Steve Gotzi won, yeah, in, in the in the car, you know that, you know that's a tribute to Ray. No throwbacks yeah. game, yeah, yeah they'll yep. throwback, yeah. and yep. so I go down there and. Ray walks down there, and you know I had watched that fourteen car painted like that when I was a kid, win so many times that sure. You know, yeah. I look over and Ray's standing there, and it's like, you know, that's holy memories cow. right there, yeah. buddy. You know, that's I mean, awesome. that's stuff that doesn't happen every day. Yeah. You know, so that again, because you know, when I was a kid, Ray Gotzi, Russ Petro, you know, they they dominated. They back took in turns the day. in the right. King Car, and mm-hmm. and you know, yep. they was they were dominators. Well, you guys got anything else? We're at a, crazy enough. We're at an hour and twenty minutes already. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, not really. I mean, not we're yet. just. I mean, just grateful to have the opportunity to come down and you invite us to come down. Yeah. Uh, very thankful for that. Very thankful for the people I've met within the racing sport, and uh, hopefully that we can keep the racing sport going and we get some more people to come to the track. And uh, just, uh, just very proud of the friends I have, the family that I have, and very blessed and fortunate. Yeah. So thank you all very much. Yeah, same thing for me, guys. I mean, thanks for everything you're doing for the sport. Um, I mean, I know Brandon say the same thing. I love the sport. Um, and, uh, you know, if everybody that's watching, come out and support. I mean, come out. If you haven't been to a race yet, come out to Brownstown, Twin City, wherever you go. Wherever Just go you out go, and support yeah. dirt racing. It's, you know, if you've never seen it before, I promise you will not be disappointed. It's uh, There's nothing like it. Yep. And I want to thank both of you guys for coming up. And that's what I've been so yeah. so excited about is that because I know how busy you guys are right mm-hmm. now through this. And and all the drivers who have given up a night in the shop to sure. come up here and talk. And, and I know that that's a big deal. And, and we truly appreciate that because it is something that we've been, we've been hoping to grow and help. So thank you guys. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Um, thank you. We'll have to get you on here with Clegg sometime so Absolutely. we can well, yeah. you'll have the stories in. <laughs> we, we can really get you guys going back right. at, at Clegg. Uh, but uh, thank you guys. I do want to throw out our sponsors again, and yeah. that is uh, Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea and Mark and Jamie Schaefer. And uh, yeah. and I say it every week, but guys, if you're looking for something really cool uh, for a a gift uh, for a loved one or a race fan, go talk to you know uh, Bronze Bobby at the uh, trailer there at. Um, <laughs> at uh, Brownstown Speedway or reach out to Mark and Jamie man they can do anything they, that you want with any oh, of these they pictures oh, and, yeah. or if you're just a fan of a driver there's nothing cooler than having that that memento that you can get from them and then uh, again Brownstown Speedway and Jim Price uh, big weekend coming up this yeah. weekend um, two, with 2,000 to win for the Easy Lift Super Late Models um, 2,000 to win for the A&K Excavating Modifieds AMS Series Modifieds will be there also and then Brandeis, Brandeis coming back again, 900 to win, unless you got the sticker on there, and then you take a cool $1,000 home with you there. And then we're also going to have your uh, the Printworks Indiana Pro Late Models and the Pewter Hall Pure Stocks all there. And the, fi- the P- 
computer hall pure stars. The. Yeah, cowboy yeah. corrected us. It's yeah, the. It's the. Listen to me, cowboy. The. We had so. actually have a training when we had cowboy on to teach us yeah, exactly yeah. how to call that out. So, yeah, so Saturday night, get down to Brownstown because, I mean, that's. Uh, Pretty good payouts for for you know. It's very good payouts for for every class. For, for very class, good, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And fifteen dollars to get in on that, and you know you get. You can't beat that, man. You get the nah. super late models, you know the crate late models, the modified super stocks and pure stocks. So, be a good uh, night racing. Come and support your local track or yeah, any track absolutely. you go to. Yeah, any track. And uh, then last but not least, uh, in the fastlaneproductions.com and Ryan and Nathan Bowling. And again, I want to throw out here. We're going to throw up a contest here at the end of uh, the episode. I'll put it up on Facebook. All you got to do is give us a short comment about what in your past is your favorite racing memory. Um, you give us that. Just comment it out. You know, we'll, we'll probably interact a little bit with some of those stories and memories. But tell us what your favorite memory is. We're going to stop that on Saturday um, evening. And then we'll put all those names in a hat and draw those out and let you know who is going to win uh, two free six-month subscriptions to InTheFastLaneProductions.com. And, guys... It, I, I'm just going to be upfront and honest. What they go ahead and charge for that is ridiculous anyway. Dick Phillips back out this weekend. Not to interrupt. Wow, that's, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yep. Dick Phillips back, back in the car. Jamie, what class is, uh, is he going to run in? Probably for Kobe. I think he's going to oh, be Mason Kobe. I think in so, a great car. Probably yeah. a Kobe, yeah. Car, huh? Not to interrupt. I apologize. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that's something to watch right there. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so so throw up those memories. We're going to draw that out, and, and like I said, what they charge is not nearly enough for in the fast lane it's productions not, no. because what you it, get, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. if you can't make it to the track, there's nothing better than being able to watch it. But I've said this all the time: I can go to the race and watch the entire race, and still go back on Sunday and watch the the videos oh, and yeah. find yeah. things and see things. Yeah. The oh, quality yeah. of video is out of this world. It's unreal, and it's you know, crazy. Just for a minute to brag, about, you know, about you a little bit. I mean, you make it interesting and exciting to watch. Um, you know, it, there's there's a difference in announcers. There's really is. You got a guy that can talk, you know, like this the whole time that the race is going. But whenever you can get in with it, I mean, that that boosts the crowd up. I mean, it oh, yeah, really it does. does. Right. And whenever you can go, yeah, he's going to be in Kobe's car. Yep. Okay. Um, whenever you can go back and watch the video, and you know, you miss stuff, and I mean, you're really talking it up, and you know, especially when it's you, you know, like oh, Brandon yeah. probably say, say, "Thank you're out in the lead," and he's really talking you up. It's like, all right, right, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, I said that seat as a fan. Right. You know, I just, I just have to talk the whole time. You know, right, now, right, but right. Uh, you know, I, I look up to all you guys. You know, I, right. I've respected race car drivers my whole life since I was, I mean, a little bitty kid, right. and. Uh, you know, I don't care what class of car you drive, that you guys are all awesome to me, you know, because you do it, and I never I never got to. So right. this is my way to give back to sport, and I appreciate that. He, right. You know, he tells me all the time, but, you know, here you guys say that, and that's absolutely, that's my job, man. man, is to make you look good. I mean, that, that's uh, yeah, what I'm absolutely. there for. Well, you get our names out, you know? yeah. all the time. I, 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 <laughs> we're at Eldora. He's calling the race. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, <laughs> on the that's, that's one of my bucket lists is, is to call – is to call a race at Eldor Speedway. Right on. You know, and I don't care what class. You know, it don't have to be the World 100 of the Dream. I just right. want to call a race a over race. there. So. And it's great. I, I, yeah. When I go to the races with them elsewhere, I get my own traveling announcer. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit there and get my own traveling announcer with me. So. I, 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 awesome. I, I, we'll, we'll, and I'll, I'll be calling it, you know, and I'll, yeah, I'll look at him like, I'm sorry. He goes, no, I'm going to just keep going. going. Yeah. <laughs> It's just it's just such, <laughs> such a habit that if I do right because I went down to the Arca race at Salem this right, year right. and I'm sitting there and Jim Price is actually sitting beside me <laughs> and I lay down with my girlfriend I'm like it's weird that I'm just sitting here you know I feel like right. I need to be talking you know right, if I'm not 
talking I don't about. Look good with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but you know, and I do appreciate. Thank you very much for that yeah, compliment. No problem, because, buddy. You uh, do a great job. Great job. Thank you. I, I do want to give a shout out here to Brandon Allman. There, put uh, Diamond Dick Phillips even better playing <laughs> the harmonica. Uh, Brandon's a good buddy of mine. Uh, best that's, man in my wedding. That's yeah. a true statement too, by the way. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's a true statement. Yes, and it is. son of uh, Death Tom Allman, uh, Walt Disney, the uh, the storytelling tell- story race car yeah. driver. Awesome. Uh, and if you ever want stories, that is uh, Tom's got them. So oh, yeah. huge shout go. out to my boy Brandon. And uh, so again, guys, thank you. I really appreciate you guys coming on. We wish you the best of luck the rest of the season. And like thank I you. said. You're welcome back here anytime. Yeah, Thank you, sir. Really a, lot, it. a lot of the listeners don't know. Yeah, we got a couch and a recliner out here, too. So, yeah, know, there's all kinds of stuff back yeah, here. Yeah, we, we, we'd yeah. actually like to get it where on Wednesday nights it's just a hangout and, right. you know, you can take turns jumping on the mic well, if you yeah, want to. That'd, so. be, that'd be cool. So, be, you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's build this up and, you know, Absolutely. make it It's huge. great for the sport. It yeah, really it's any the, and, and we've said this before, and we've never had anybody really reach out to us as far as a fan. Listeners and fans. If you want to come in on a Wednesday night and just sit on the couch and, and sit in the you know the recliner and, and be able to interact with some of these drivers, they'd yeah. love to have you in here as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that'd because, be awesome. Um, awesome. It's, it's a lot of fun, and we're going to try and do a better job of, of letting people know early in the week who's here. Um, okay. But just reach out to us, and, and we'll, uh, we'll shoot you the address, and you're more than welcome to come on out. So, Absolutely. again. Thank you, guys. Good luck Thanks. this week. Thank you very much. Thank you. Come out to Brownstown. Watch some good money being handed out to cars. $15 general mission at the gate, guys. So get out here to Brownstown. Come on out. Sports your track. of the rap game ever since i hit him with that dirt track thing now nationwide everybody knows my name they're like mama that's kenny montgomery he sings that song we like Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders. Party in victory lane, and y'all boys ain't invited. Your mama gets excited when I pull up to unload. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. Right. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. Uh-uh. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Yes. Got kids up in my window like, hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on there. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it. 
I just won hot laps for the third week. Huh? Lil Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat. Yeah. So I go and check the board on my bike, sitting outside pole. Y'all know what it's looking like. Uh -huh. W, W, that's another George W. Hit him with that half a lap, like, dang, what gear you running, dude? And where'd you get that fire suit? Uh. Man, I like that stitching. Velocity USA, hey, just tell Brad that I sent you. I'm shining like I'm rubbered up and I'm smiling for the pics. Y'all boys be looking tacky while I stay looking slick. Four new rims, no new friends. They never know what I'm planning. And mama just gave me them eyes like, dang, baby, you looking handsome. We pray and sing the anthem. Nobody takes a knee. We stop and show respect because we're all proud to be. From the land of the free and the home of the brave, y'all better wake up and get it. We're making America great again. Let's all go out and kick it on there. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it. I'm a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it.